0: All right, as you can see, I'm here at the South Point. It's technically October 26 because it's two in the morning, and it's National Howl at the Moon Day. So let's do it. Where's the moon? Ow! Ow! ow. We got a good show for you today. <laughs> ow! Yes, oh, everyone's howling. Hey, everybody! <laughs> you know, sometimes the material comes. Sometimes you're up till two in the morning, and you find out it's National Howl at the Moon Day. So you got in the parking lot at two a.m. <clears throat> Howl at the Moon. Welcome to Punchlines. I am Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan, and we are live right here at the South Point Studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Show 14. Show 14 of Punchlines. We got a big show for you uh, coming up today on the show. I should say hi to Ryan first. Ryan, how's it going, buddy?
1: Good. Hello, did you, everybody. Did you
0: howl at the moon? You can do it tonight. You know, yeah, I did it. At I'll do it later. Yeah, I'll do it later. You seem like. Let me hear your howl. Oh, very melodic. Thanks. Very Scott staff of Creedish. That was very good. Uh, Tonight on the show, today on the show, uh, he's from Pittsburgh. This is one of my oldest friends in the world. I started stand-up. This guy was like one of my mentors. He is a super sports fan. He is a Vegas story champion, and he is Mr. Thursday Night. That's what I am calling him. There he is, David Michael. Oh, look at that. Pitt alum. Yeah, we can talk Pitt. Uh, And he's, yeah, he's a motivational speaker. Uh, he's, He's everything. He's a comedian. But he is 7-0 this year, 7-0 on Thursday Night Football. So we have a big Thursday night matchup between the Buccaneers and the Bills, and we will get his take and see if he can go 8-0. And also, if you want numbers, you want stats, you want analytical approach to betting, we have Mr. Jeff Parles here. Jeff from Sports by the Book, the program that also airs right here on the YouTube page at South Point Studios. By the way, hit subscribe. It's the drive for 500. Drive for 500. We're getting there. Come on, help us out. And I think we're going to work it out that if you're the 500th subscriber, we're going to get you five minutes on the show to talk about whatever you want. Mostly sports. Um, I haven't cleared that, but for now, let's just go with it. Uh, today is October 26, 2023. On this date, back in 1984, one of my favorite movies ever, The Terminator with Arnold Schwarzenegger was released in the United States. Yeah, a classic movie. T2, maybe even better. It made $4 million opening week and grossed $38 million, but it really became a classic thanks to uh, HBO video, stuff like that. You've seen the Terminator, right, Ryan?
1: Yeah, I've seen a, most of the franchise. And
0: most of the, Yeah, I don't I don't think I saw the last one. I don't think I did. Either. I kind of I got I got terminated out. Um can you do an Arnold Schwarzenegger? Everyone has an Arnold Schwarzenegger. I imagine you have one.
1: I'll be back.
0: Yeah, there you go. get to the chopper. It, yeah,
1: that, that, the that, chopper. that's the best
0: one. And it's funny, I the reason I bring up Terminator is the what's bookie the, uh... that David Michael and I used to use. What was that? Was that to get to the chopper?
1: No, I was going to ask what's the uh the superhero figure movie that he's in.
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger?
1: Yeah, where he's the, the superhero. Oh no, the... that was the
0: that was the Christmas jingle all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah jingle. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, I digress for a second. I went to the screening, the premiere screening of Jingle All the Way. Okay, my cousin Greg Nicotero has his effects company, KMB Effects. They won an Oscar for Narnia. They did the suit. They helped make the suit and a lot of effects for that movie. So we went. It was the premiere was in Westwood, and uh, we had had a couple drinks before we went. Okay, as one and, does. Uh, Arnold gets up and this theater holds like a thousand people. So Arnold gets up and he's like, I want to thank everybody for making <laughs> this movie. This is a great movie, holiday classic. Much better and than I, mine. having been drinking, was like,
2: Hey Arnold, why don't sit down?
0: And like, the, I actually sat, my cousin grabs me. And Arnold, who said that? You know, anyway, not smart to do to Arnold Schwarzenegger, but it's called Jingle All the Way and the Christmas season is upon us. It's a great holiday movie, actually. He has to get the toy, the, the hot toy. I don't know what the hot toy is this year, but back then it was whatever his action figure was. When I was a kid, it was cabbage patch, cabbage patch dolls was a big thing. You don't know what those are. Dude. I know what cabbage you know patch dolls. Are. Are. All
1: right. Yeah.
0: Anyway, the reason I bring up the Terminator is David Michael, who's here. We used to gamble. Uh, we used to make wagers. Uh, with uh, the statute of limitations, can't get me in trouble. But uh, the the bookie, this produce guy who worked at the Funny Bone, who's no longer with us, so he can't he can't come after me. He uh, he called me the Terminator, and I didn't know why. And I thought it was like because I was always gambling really well and like terminating his account. But actually, he goes, every time I see you at the Denny's parking lot, I always say, like, are you going to keep doing this? Because you keep losing, you know. And I I once said, I'll be back. And that's when the movie was big. And I kept coming back to have to pay him in the Denny's parking lot. Can't arrest me. Can't arrest me, even though it was illegal. Uh, It's also National Pumpkin Day. National Pumpkin Day. Ryan, we need a pumpkin on the day. I mean, it's Halloween next week. I feel like we should get a pumpkin. There's a lot of sports-themed pumpkins that I saw on the Internet that are fantastic. Uh, we have some of them. Do we have any of the pumpkins? No, we'll make one. I don't think so. Okay. We'll make one. Uh, and I think what we should do, cause Denny Nagel will be here, baseball theme. Maybe it's world series themed. I don't know, but do maybe we paint maybe, it. What's
1: up? Do we paint it or do you want to carve it? You
0: can paint it or carve it. Uh, I don't really have the tools to do that here. So maybe, I don't know. We'll figure something out, but let's make a wager on Thursday night football tonight. All right. Right now it's the bills. The line here is, uh, the line here is like, what do we have the line here, Sean? Is it like eight for Thursday night football? Eight to ten. I've seen it anywhere from eight to nine to nine and a half. Uh, do you have a horse in this race, Tampa Bay or Buffalo, coming off that embarrassing loss to the Patriots? Who do you like Baker tonight? Mayfield is official choice. for tonight. What's
1: up? Uh, is Baker Mayfield a fish for tonight? I believe a fish so. fish official. Yes. There we go. Um, I don't know. The Bills just came off that tough loss. They did. The Bucks look good. Like, they're beating everybody's expectations. They lost to Atlanta expectations. At the last second, right? I don't know. I'd probably take them to cover. Okay, you want to check the balance? Not, Bale, not to win. Him.
0: All right, the loser has to come up with a pumpkin for next week. It's Halloween next week.
1: All right.
0: Ouch! That's why National Howl at the Moon Day is apropos. By the way, if you follow me on Twitter, um, I posted a picture of me kind of shirtless doing the Howl outside. That's called a teaser. We're going to show that later. That we used the one with I had a shirt on. Then I got a little nuts. We'll show that
1: one later in the show. Your inner werewolf came out. My
0: inner werewolf came out. Yeah, I stripped down. I was naked in the parking lot. I think that's against the law, but I did it anyway. Uh, it's also uh, Howl at the Moon Day. I already said that. Uh, Ryan was not howling at the moon last night because you were you were busy doing something fun.
1: Yeah, I was no. about uh, five miles up 215 at the UFC Apex. Got to see uh, Power Slap 5.
0: Slap okay, fights. if you don't know what this is, ladies and gentlemen, you might have seen this on social media. This is where two people, and this was the heavyweights last night. Yep, super they stand heavyweights. There and they line up, and they get, to, they get a free smack on yep. the face. Yep, And you went to the, how many people were at this place?
1: It was pretty packed. Um, I don't know, they had, it, they had the celebrities sectioned off to one side, and then general admission. Now, um, who, are
0: the, who are the celebrities that come to a slap
1: fight? Well, Theo Vaughn was there. um a bunch of UFC fighters Deontay Wilder uh Sean Strickland um there were a bunch of like TikTok and Instagram influencers okay I didn't really recognize them but apparently that's what they were um yeah
0: you know I gotta get a hold of Theo Theo I I used to host a show at Yahoo then he came in after I was uh my contract was not renewed after four years that's not firing Contract was not renewed. Theo came in and did it. So uh, I know he's coming to town. I think this weekend or something. Well, he
1: he was there last night. He was so. there
0: last night. All right, I I'll text him. I'll see if I can get Theo on the show. Anyway, uh, you filed a piece. You are now officially a Punchline Sports reporter, and I haven't seen this. Call it that. Icon. All right, roll the beautiful bean footage. Let's do it. Let's see Ryan
1: at this the I'm fight. Ryan Formick here at the UFC Apex for Power Slap Five. We've got four title fights tonight. We've got a super heavyweight bout with 300 pounders, 300 plus pounders. Let's get to slapping. Oh, welcome to the Power <laughs> Slap Arena. Live from the Fight Mecca. pretty busy.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people's a lot of people want to see someone get snack. This It's Power Slap Five. Unbelievable. The crazy Hawaiian
1: the crazy Hawaiian. The crazy
0: Hawaiian. All oh, right, my money's on the... Oh, my God. Is he out?
1: Yeah, that was the first fight. And he first knocked last. him out. Yep. Jeez,
0: this is so barbaric.
1: Back and forth.
0: Slow motion. Good replay. Oh, my God. <laughs> and there's guys there to hold him up, too. That's what I Yep. Thought.
1: Yep, to catch him.
0: Oh, that guy's got a jaw. Bring it. Look at the chalk flying. How many times did they hit
1: each other? So, depending on if it's a title fight or not, they'll hit each other either three times each or until they get fouls or go down. Or if it's a title fight, they'll slap each other five times each. And
0: this is females?
1: Uh Yep. Oh, Oh, there were 3 different fighters that got smacked and their head went right into that podium. Oh.
0: This is just, just This is what we've come to.
1: Yeah, there was a guy uh, in the crowd.
0: I want the lions. Bring out the lions. <laughs> like ancient Rome. Are there lions on this? Is there wagering going on or are there people in yeah. this? Really? There's live wagering. Oh my god. Live wagering on the smack fight. Oh, they needed three guys to hold him up. That's a big boy. Look, she's excited. This is
1: the uh last match. Whoa. Super heavyweights. Two three hundred the uh the crazy Hawaiian, the guy closest to me is uh three hundred and eighty some pounds.
0: Does he win? Well we're gonna find out. Here we go. Right (laughs) here. And then he takes a knee. Yep. The crazy Hawaiian. All right, <laughs> there it is. Nicely done, Ryan. Uh, and I, I like when you go out at night. It's not the suit and tie. The glasses are yeah. off. Got like an relax. Abuse. Yeah, you relax. That's your chill mode. All right, great, great job covering that. That is something I thought I'd never see. I love when ESPN does the ocho. Have you seen when they do and they show yeah. all the weird sports? They had pillow fighting. We watched pillow fighting, uh, wiffle ball. It's the best. It's a good way to burn a Saturday right there. All right, nice job. Uh, also, breaking news yesterday when we left. When we left the air yesterday, one of my favorite baseball players that we've talked about all the time, this was the first autograph I ever got was Dusty Baker. Dusty finally calling it quits. He, he retired. And the story was an exclusive yesterday. Um, yeah, it was first reported by USA Today that Dusty Baker was retiring from the Astros. And I was shocked at the news. Not the fact that a 74-year-old man retired, but the fact that USA Today still exists. <laughs> Honestly, see newspapers. Ryan used to be where we would get our news. It wasn't like it was paper, and the ink would bleed on your fingers. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, wow. Uh, Dusty, happy trails to you. He says he's still going to hang out and advise, but he's one of my favorites. All right, on this day in sports history, let's talk about that real quick. We got a birthday. We got Seth MacFarlane, one of my heroes. Seth MacFarlane turns fifty. Seth MacFarlane, who uh, of course does The Family Guy, he does American Dad, and of course right in the middle he does Ted, which is one of the funniest movies ever, probably the funniest uh, movie about a talking bear that's rated R.
1: Do you know another that. movie that's about a talking bear that's rated That's R? rated R? I don't know. Check the live
0: comments, see if uh, maybe Bob Del's watching or someone chimes in. I don't know. A talking bear that swears? I'm not sure. Uh, but here's the, the reason uh, you always say, what's the sports connection with Seth MacFarlane? Well, Family Guy has what these cutaways, they're called cutaways, where they do these little random jokes. And here's one about betting on college football. This will be me this weekend, unless Jeff Parles help me, helps me right here. I may have... Not that one. No, that's all right. <laughs> you, what? How do you this do is still that? a funny one. It's Vegas, bro. Well, this one's apropos. Yeah,
1: bet on anything. Because Vegas. it's
0: Vegas, you can bet on anything. You just told me you can bet on slap fights. Yeah, right there. Yeah, there's a clip. Uh, do we have the clip or should I just talk about it? Oh, we got it. All right, here's the clip. Uh, this will be me this weekend unless Jeff Parles helps me. Uh, here we go. This is my favorite what? family having a little extra right cash, here, cash to bet family. on college football.
3: Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks.
0: You want to pick a team?
3: No, just take it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, that'll be me at the Sportsbook this weekend. Just hand him the money. Would you like to pick a team in college football? Nope, doesn't matter. I'll just watch the games, have fun, and uh, I'll blow 100 bucks right there. So happy birthday. He's 50. Happy 50th. Uh, but Jeff, Jeff's going to keep. That's not going to be me. Yes.
1: Uh, Mini Dar says cocaine bear is better.
0: <laughs> cocaine bear is R-rated, and it is, but the bear didn't talk which is surprising because he did so much cocaine. Usually, people talk endlessly wait, when wait, they wait, do that. Wait, wait, wait. But no, that bear didn't talk, Ted talked. Ted talked, it was a Ted talk. Ah. There you go. Uh, any other comments right now?
1: Um, Minidar also said, on this day in 2005, the White Sox won the World Series. They went 11-1, and or wouldn't it be 12? Yeah, they beat the 12-1? Astros,
0: I remember that. I remember watching that final yep. game in Chicago, actually. I was rooting for the Astros because I was a big Roger Clemens fan, and I'm always a National League guy. I try to root for the National League, Although this year I will not be rooting for the National League, which Jeff and I will talk about. And Dave and I will get to the World Series. I'm going all Rangers because of Creed. Uh, yeah. Another celebrity birthday today has a sports, t- sports time. John Hader. John Heater, Hader. Hader. Uh, John Heater is 46. You might know him as Napoleon Dynamite. was probably the greatest film role of all time. Uh, he played tetherball. So there's his sports angle. That's the closing scene of the movie. But also he was in Blades of Glory where he was a figure skater. And also, he was in Benchwarmers, which is a movie you brought up when we talked about great sports movies. That's one of your favorite sports comedies. Yep. Yeah.
1: That and Blades of Glory.
0: Blades of Glory is funny too. Anytime Will Ferrell's wearing figure uh, skating gear, that's a good show. Uh, and then, okay, there's a new feature: Blast from the Past, and I want to talk about it because this happened on this day in history nine years ago today. I'm going to set this up for you. Blast from the past, 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 past. I did my own echo. Blast from the past. Cool. past, cool. past. Cool. Yeah. There you go. Um, Ben Roethlisberger and the Colts
1: versus the Colts.
0: So Ben Roethlisberger, the Steelers wearing their throwbacks. They used to wear these Bumblebee Bumblebee uniforms we used to call them. So I'm going to give you the game situation. I'm going to tell you the line. On On this date, nine years ago, Ben Roethlisberger versus the Colts. Steelers are one and a half point underdogs at home.
1: Nine years ago, Andrew Luck Colts.
0: Andrew Luck Colts, very good. Andrew okay. Luck Colts over-under was 48. So I'm giving you the betting line of a game from nine years ago. You probably don't remember it if you're not a Steeler fan. Steelers at home, minus one and a half. My, said, sorry, plus one and a half. sorry, 47? Under-under. 47 was they over? 48. 48. What do you do? Give me your two-team parlay.
1: Yeah, the, those defenses I don't remember being too stout. Okay. Um, Antonio Brown was in Pittsburgh yes, then, Antonio too. Antonio Brown was in. Yeah, yeah, I'd My probably quality. take the over.
0: You'd take the over.
1: And... In Pittsburgh, probably Steelers in the over. All
0: right, you would have hit that parlay, brother, because I'm going to tell you right now, Ben Roethlisberger set history that day. He was 40 of 49 for 522 yards and six touchdowns. Yes, they won the game 51-34. He became the only player in NFL history with two 500-yard passing games. Okay, Didn't he add a third? Oh, yes, he did, Ryan. Very good against Cleveland in the playoffs in a loss, which I don't like to talk about. Game, we were down twenty-eight, nothing. After like the first play of the game, we knew we were doomed. He's the only player in NFL history with three five hundred-yard passing games. A lot of people have one. Drew Brees has two. Which, by the way, did I ever tell you I caught a touchdown pass from Drew Brees?
1: You caught a touchdown pass. Well, from I Drew called Brees. it
0: a touchdown pass. It was in the middle of a studio, but I called it and I toe-tapped and I was in bounds, so
1: nice. I considered it a Drew Brees. Nice.
0: But Ben Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger, he's the first ballot Hall of Famer. He's got two rings. Only guy to ever throw for five hundred yards three times. All right. We're going to get to our guest right now. Ladies and gentlemen, no, we're not. Oh, we're not ready yet. Oh, okay. Oh, he's over there. Oh, it's black screen. David, where are you? All right. So I have a friend of mine, David Michaels. Have we texted him? Should I check in with him? We're on it. That's key. Okay. Buddy, I have the link. Not sure where to get on. I think I have it. All right. it's good we went long. But anyway, that Ben Roth, Rock- I'm going to talk about those uniforms. I don't know. Do we have the clip of that? Do we have a clip of the Steeler game? Yep. Yeah. Here we go. October 26, 2014. Here's Ben. Look at these stats. These are that's video game stats. Now, if you had him in fantasy football that day, I hope you won the week. Because 522 yards and six touchdowns—that's that's a win. Unbelievable. He also did it against the Packers on a meaningless game in December. Um, I remember watching that game in 2009. He threw a last-second touchdown to Mike Wallace. Steelers didn't even to win the, didn't even need to win the game. They were locked in as a number two seed, I believe. But look at Ben just talking. This is the glory days right here. It's a shame that we didn't win more Super Bowls with Ben, Le'Veon, Antonio Brown, Mike Wallace, but he was just slinging. And you know why he did so well in this game apparently? Mike Tomlin all week in meetings was talking about how great, how great that Andrew Luck was, right? And he could tell, he did it on purpose. Tomlin said it was strategy because he wanted to get under Ben's skin because Andrew Luck was the hot guy. Uh, They were six and two, I believe the Colts were, Steelers were like five and three. So they were favored. Look at—is that Heath running? I can't even tell what number that is. Heath was a little quicker than that, wasn't he? What number was that? Was that eighty-three? I couldn't tell. But anyway, uh, six touchdown passes. He was unbelievable that day in Heinz Field. Antonio Brown—he's on—he's gone off the deep end a little, but he's also probably a Hall of Fame. <laughs> more than a little. Yeah, more than a little. More than a little. But Ben just firing, six touchdown passes. That's Le'Veon right there, I think. So anyway, yep. the Steelers won big that day. The over, they, they almost covered the over. Well, they did cover the over themselves, 51 points. It was 48. So that's this date in betting history. And those uniforms, do you like them or hate them? Sean, you're a Steeler fan. Are you up or down on the Bumblebees? I like them too. They haven't worn them in years. What do you think?
1: I mean, it's better than the You've seen the the Packers
0: jerseys that yes. are similar to that? Where there's nothing on the much helmet, better. right? Yeah, yeah much better are, than those. just green and so. yellow. The Steelers, I love those uniforms because there was a leather patch right there. And uh, the reason the leather patch was there also was that uh, back in the 30s when they wore them or 40s, it would hold the ball. So you'd leather on leather. I mean, yeah, was, I, well, you were at the smack fight. You know leather on leather. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there was a lot of leather there last night I saw on the clip. But, yeah, it, held, they could, it made it easier not to fumble when Ooh, they would hold the ball. That's not cheating? I that's not cheating. The Steelers don't cheat. No. All NFL teams cheat. But, no, that's not cheating. It was in the 40s. The Steelers didn't win anything until the 70s, so it didn't help them. But those uniforms, I would love to see those come back for a day. All right, Steelers, that's me requesting it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our guest is ready. And this guy, I can't even call him a guest. I'll call him a guest. But uh, we had a a slide up before, David. We were showing all your accolades and everything you've done throughout your career. This guy I started comedy with back in the 80s in Pittsburgh. Uh, He's going to talk about uh, the speaking that he does all around the country. He is a Vegas. This guy's Mr. Vegas. That's why we call him the king because he's a big Elvis fan. David Michael, ladies and gentlemen, there he is.
3: (laughs) Frank, it's good to be here, buddy. How are you? Hey, I had a little trouble with that link right there. I was actually watching you on YouTube thinking, how am I getting on this thing? So, <laughs> well, I got good. it now. You not did buddy. I'm good. I'm, I'm fluent in Zoom and uh, Teams, and uh, so the YouTube things, you know, kind of new to me, but not really. How are
0: you? Buddy? You're good. I'm great, man. This is, this is so exciting. I've known David for like 30-plus years, and uh, diehard Pittsburgh fans. We've been to how many pirate games? What was your section at Three Rivers Stadium?
3: Uh, Section thirty-two, you remember that, buddy? Section thirty-two, we went in there. It was the best, the, the best of the best, honestly, wasn't it? We it had really so much was. fun. You, you, there, there was a no hitter being thrown, and you went down there in the ninth inning. It was Paul oh, Wagner. It was, was Paul Wagner no-hitter?
0: against the Rockies. That's right. He had, yep.
3: Paul. I remember, Wagner, you we just called, and yeah. because there was only three thousand people at the stadium, you could just ride down there and get in. <laughs> we did.
0: We were right on the dugout. Now, I think there was a rain Paul. delay. Though he was one strike away, and Andres Galarraga right. hit a comebacker. Off of his glove, Carlos Garcia tried to get it. They rolled it a hit. and we we would have seen right. history, man. And of course, there would right. have been thirty thousand people claiming they saw the no hitter. There was literally maybe two or three thousand people at that time.
3: That's it. That's all there was. And then was the combined no hitter. Uh, I wasn't was, there uh, for that. Mark
0: Smith's three run homer. Oh really? I wasn't there for yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Francisco Cordova. Like, you
3: know me. I, I always like yeah. I always like the underdog. You remember that? I always like the underdog. So he was one of my guys. Uh, Paris was one of my guys. Dave Clark was one of my guys. You love you know, Dave Clark, them. loved them, loved them, love, love the underdogs.
0: Uh, we will talk Just about. Like it. We are. Yeah, exactly. We're underdogs, baby. And look at look at us here talking in Vegas. Um, we will talk more pirates. This is very exciting. Tomorrow in studio, Tim Neverett, former pirate announcer, will be here, uh, live oh, to talk really? baseball. Yeah, he's now the Dodgers play by play. He left the Pirates, went to Boston. Uh, His son, Matt, uh, was on yesterday, and his dad's in town to see you 2 at the Sphere. So he's going to swing by. We're going to talk bucko baseball tomorrow. So very excited to have someone because I wanted to be a play-by-play guy if I wasn't a comedian. But I became a comedian, and one of the guys I looked up to when I first started was this gentleman right here, David Michael. And we've had some great times. There's a lot of stories we can't tell Uh, on the show.
3: No, we can't. Most of the stories we can't tell on the show. But I want to tell you, since you brought up the buckos, where uh, I live with my girlfriend, um... Uh, Charlie Brown lives right down the street. Now, you know, Charlie Brown, it's uh, Greg Brown's brother.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't know and that. He... Greg Brown's the Pirates announcer.
3: Right, exactly. You remember, we used to go out and have drinks after the game, which was kind of nice, because he was young at that point, 30 years ago. But he's been there for a long time. And this guy, he's just as nice as Greg Brown is. Just uh, They're just great guys, you know. They're fantastic
0: Well, guys. Steve Blass, Steve Blass, who's a Pirate Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. won Game 7 of the World Series in 71. He, he used to be at the Clark Bar, and we would go over to the Clark Bar and have drinks with Steve Blass afterwards. And if you want to hear great stories, Steve Blass was a man.
3: He's got the best. He's got the in best. Major League Baseball.
0: All right, let's talk. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about football? you want to get some Thursday? I know you're Mr. Thursday night.
3: On Thursday night. I'm going to give it at the end. Okay, that's good. Uh, you're teasing it's, it. It's, it's a super lock. Yeah, and I got a, I got a super lock on Sunday, and I got a super lock tonight too. Three, and I'll he, tell you why I'm gonna bet him. All right, let's hear it. I'll just give you because you know I'm a I'm a over unders better, buddy. <laughs> you like I the usually over, and yeah, and I have to and I have to pick the right one. But let's talk baseball first. Okay. you think, so, I heard you said you like Texas, right? I
0: like Texas. I mean, look, my dad, uh, who you knew very well, loved the Texas Rangers because he grew up watching westerns, right? But I, I like Texas. I like I like the story. It gives us hope as pirate fans because they lost. Well, both teams yep. lost over 100 games a couple years ago. Um, my whole Absolutely. life, my whole life, I've always rooted for the National League, usually in a World Series. But mm-hmm. Texas came so close to beating. I think they were one out away from beating St. Louis a, a few years back, and uh, they they didn't. And Ron Washington was the oh, manager. David Freeze, yeah, David Freeze, right? Who, who ended up coming to the Pirates? up
3: sure yeah. the, the wall, yeah. yeah God, yeah. Damn. so I anyway. Durant, yeah, you I like agree Durant, with you. Yeah. When I like Bruce. I think he's, you know, he's just a quality manager. He's been there before. You know, he gets the most out of his players, and I think that's the reason they're going to win. And I don't think it's going to be close. I'm going to root for the Diamondbacks because they're the underdog, but I think Texas is probably going to win, it, which is great. And how many games?
0: Because I have the lines here from the South Point uh, on the series. How many games do you think the Rangers in? Four, five, six, or
3: seven? I, I think it's five or six. I'll say
0: six. Six. It's seven to two. So that's not bad. That's that's a little over three to one odds you could get on Texas. And Ryan, our producer, Ryan has a futures bet on the Rangers to win the World Series that he placed. How long ago did you place that?
1: Uh, before the trade deadline.
0: Before the trade deadline. Wow. Well, what is it? Well, we don't we don't want to know. We don't want to jinx it. So we're, we're teasing it. Oh, we're okay. waiting. Uh, we don't know how much it is. We don't know anything about it. But we know that he placed it, so he's rooting for the Rangers. Um, But yeah, I think the. I mean, if Arizona won, I'd be like, "Hey, great, good for you." But the Rangers have never won it. And I, dude, when we were kids, Richie Zisk, Al Oliver, former Pirates, went there wearing the baby blues. Ferguson Jenkins, I love those teams. So I'm rooting for
3: Texas. Yeah. Plus, I used to like Josh Hamilton quite a bit too. You know what I mean? He was a monster. Just just all kind of talent. But you were talking about our our old bookie before that. I don't know if you remember. I thought he was the Terminator because. We hooked up. I don't know. You knew this guy in Vegas, and this guy was picking games. I don't know. if We should, probably shouldn't say the guy's name. No. But it, the guy went like twelve and zero, which means we went twelve and zero. We went on. We really had a week. Yeah. We were. I mean, we, we would call each other in the morning, which is the only time we'd be up early in the morning, and we'd be <laughs> like, "Do you remember when he called you?" He's like, "Oh, Frank, <laughs> kill it."
0: <him."> I do. <laughs> we. It was. It was. I think we went, I think this guy, this service, uh, he went like 31 and 10 in picking college hoops and we would, we were, we were crushing our bookie and we would pick up cash. We were, we, we had two bookies at the time. We were making tons of money and uh, the money, tell them about the money, the actual, the physical cash.
3: Oh my gosh, that's what I was going to bring up. And and we got it like it was in this bag, and then we opened it up, and it smelled like must and dirt. And oh my god, I think it was with it buried next to the bodies, or what it was.
2: It was
0: definitely it was old money. I don't remember if we checked the dates, but it's still spent. Oh my god! And we would go to the OTB. We'd go to the off-track betting, which was uh, what was it called? Mm -hmm. What what were the off-track betting called? Ladbrokes. Ladbrokes. Yeah, Ladbrokes. I don't know why. Why an off-track betting? company would put the word broke in the name lad broke so you would go there <laughs> and them, but we went there with like thousands in our pocket right and we were just yeah. having a good time and we would we would wheel horses where you bet one horse right. against the field and we would do these crazy bets and we made a lot we make a lot of money we lost a lot of money but that's what you do
3: we did and i remember the wins you, you you don't remember the wins as much as you do as those tough losses
0: you remember the losses. I remember
3: the the monday night game we were using it for a bailout and you said well why wouldn't buffalo win in buffalo i remember you saying that to me and then we found out why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I have Buffalo what? tonight with Ryan. I have a bet with Ryan tonight on the Bills, so I need Buffalo tonight again. And uh, yeah, hopefully.
3: Well, I'll, get, I'll get to my pick and I'll tell you why Buffalo. I think well, Buffalo. I think is going to win on the money line. The only thing that scares me about this game, and I'm telling you what, I'm going to take in this game. This game, I'm going to take over 43. I think it's over 43 and a half now. I think yesterday it was 42, so the money's going up.
0: I said 42. Public, and a half. You
3: know, was it, it's 42 and a half Around there? Well, I get three and a half. You know, out in the east here. Um, because then okay. you know, we have those apps and everything like that. So it's 43 and a half. So it's 42 and a half in Vegas, probably more pure in Vegas, but it's going up. Remember in the old days, Frank, before all this information was out there, if the public jumped on something, you'd immediately want to go the other way. <laughs> well, now when the public jumps on something, because of the information that's available, you know, everybody has all these different stats and everything available to them. You, they're winning a lot of the times now. I love this over tonight, and I'll tell you why. The Bills need this game. They're at home. The weather's going to be 60 degrees. They played miserably last week. They haven't looked great all year. couple games, they look really good. I think this is a big breakout game for them. Everybody's going to be jumping up and down. I don't know how the Buccaneers are going to perform. I need them to score at least like 14 points. Yeah. The only thing that scares me about you taking Buffalo is, is that, are you taking them against the money line, or are you taking them? Oh, yeah. The
0: we're doing, we're doing, we're, we're, I'm giving you points. Right.
1: I we're, took the bucks okay. to cover.
0: Right. How many points am I giving you? Right now, what is, what is the line, Sean? What do we have on uh, Buffalo? T- it's nine and a half here at South Point. All right. So, nine and a half points I got to give them.
3: Okay, so, now, do you remember that, that years ago? If it goes down to nine, I'd be a little scared because years ago, whenever they said I, a road team goes into the home stadium, and they're getting nine points, take them all the way. Sometimes they'll win on the money line on that game, but they almost always cover. That's yeah. what they said. So this is nine and a half. It's a lot, but, I, you know, it's, it's hard to think with Baker Mayfield. He's playing tonight. His knee's a little messed up. But yeah. the thing about this, buddy, like one week he looks great. The next week he looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. And I can't figure him out yet this year, yeah. you know, because I've watched a little bit of him. And I can't figure him out this year. So hopefully it comes out, you know, at least score 10 to 14 points. I think the Bills are going to score – Twenty-eight to thirty-five points, and They're I'm not mad. kidding about. They're
0: that. mad. They lo- I mean, they lost. To the, they lost to their rival, the New England Patriots. They were outcoached, outplayed. Yeah. I think. I think McDermott has them ready. I think they got to come out. I think Josh Allen That'd goes nuts. So cool. He goes crazy. Go crazy, Lenny. I think he goes crazy. Go crazy, I mean, <laughs> go crazy Lenny. And uh, that's what I'm going to yeah. watch the game at the Sportsbook here because you got to come to South Point and see the the live action. People watching the game. It's oh, so I much not Now we've been to I Vegas many done. times together, and there's a legendary Correct. story that we still quote you about. There was a bunch of us. We were at the Rio Hotel, and there's like 20 or 30 guys watching the Pitt-West Virginia game.
3: It's your bachelor party. Okay. That's what it was. Do you remember yeah. that? Yes, I do. <laughs> but it was, and it was. I mean, everybody in in, in my hotel room, which today I, would, I wouldn't let anybody in my hotel room. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know we got, no, you can't because people are crazy. And most of them I didn't know. So we had all your West Coast friends on one side of the yep. room, and we had all the East Coast friends on the other side of the room. We're watching football on the TVs. And then the curtain opens up. The whole wall is the view of the Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> right? We have all the liquor we need. I think uh, Grey Goose was big, Vince. So, so we had all the Grey Goose. We had lobster. We were betting in the room, playing Kino on one TV because you could, at that time, you could play Kino in the room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I want story about you. And we had these great Cuban cigars once. I don't know where we got them. Um, so I can't. And the Statue of Limitation. You're is probably okay. Up. Well, it's all right we had champagne and i think a few of the guys had girlfriends there or something like that so i'm telling this story I'm right in the middle of telling one of the great stories about you and i and probably the bucko game or how we lost money or anything and right in the middle of the story this kid comes up i don't know one of your buddies from the west that's my like buddy dave strauss me. yeah it was it he, he like tugs on my sleeve right in the middle when i'm telling the story and he goes hey buddy why do they call you the king and i said buddy look around
2: <laughs> you know? we had lots of <laughs>
3: I don't think there's there's nothing that we didn't have right then. It was like one of the greatest things. So he just was perfect timing that he came up in the middle of that. But that was a great time. Oh,
0: my God. And you know, I remember that. I,
3: I remember I, you killed on Blackjack that time. I sat right next to you. And I don't really play Blackjack too much. Oh, my God. You were predicting the cards. You were like Rain Man, buddy. <laughs> you were predicting the cards. You know, give that guy an eight. Give the guy a seven. Give me a ten. Bang. Ten. <laughs> uh, there's
0: those nights. And by the way, the, the the blackjack odds here at the South Point, best at three to two odds. So blackjack here at the South Point great. Yeah. And speaking of the king, well, the reason we call you because you were a big Elvis fan, there's a, an Elvis yep. show here at the showroom this weekend. I, I can't remember the gentleman's you name, really? but there's a great Elvis tribute act this weekend that I'm going to check out. Got to come to the South Point Casino. You got the sports book here. Got the racing book over there. The yeah. And we got, we got an Elvis impersonator this week. I've seen signs all week. I'm like, I'm going to see that guy. Um, so,
1: Donnie Edwards.
0: Donnie Edwards. Donnie Edwards. He looks like Elvis. He's going to be good. Uh, before we go on, oh, Dave, cool. any live comments for David Michael? Anything going on on the line?
1: Yeah, we've got a good amount of the king. Uh, Frank Mergia says, surf and turf for the king. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Merge. Thanks, yeah, for remember. watching. Yeah, he was there. He was there. That was an epic night. It was an epic weekend. It was a good time. Um, so, uh, th- th- David, th- we we saw this slide at the beginning of the show with uh, a lot talking about you. You're a Pitt fan. You graduated from Pitt. We've liked Pitt oh, for yeah. Athletics for the for a long time. This game last week against Wake Forest, what a heartbreaker. If you had Pitt, I don't know if you took Pitt in that game. But, I mean, nope. th- yeah, thank God you didn't because Wake Forest comes back and covers. On the last second, after the quarterback, whose name is spelled Valux, but it's pronounced Vayer. <laughs> I don't understand how that works. He starts to slide, and and they don't get the first down. So Pitt's been hard to watch this year. Have you been watching? I mean,
3: I, really hard to watch. Yeah, buddy. I watched the Cincinnati game. It's difficult. I, yes. I don't know what it is. I don't know why he hung in there so long with the sixth, uh, sixth year senior quarterback. Oh god. I the mean, trip I don't from
0: know. Pine Richland, yeah, Jerkovich. Yeah,
3: it was, it was really tough to watch. And then the other kid, when he came in, he did really, really good. Uh, the, here's the thing about this game this week, and it's Notre Dame. It's Notre they're, Dame. They're running. The the over under Frank is 45, but Notre Dame's a 20 and a half point favorite. Yeah. Which is usually Pitt will probably come out and stay close to them the whole game. But if you think that Pitt is going to stay close to them, then you have to bet the over 45. Notre yeah. Dame might do it just because they need they need to beat somebody bad, but I don't think Pitt's going to roll over. I think they're going to be I think they're going to give them a game in. Honestly, I would take over forty-five in this game, but you know me. I, I, college is so difficult to bet. by.
0: that's why we showed the Family Guy clip. You just put the money up and you walk that away. That's great. That's Brilliant. how it that is. hysterical. Would you, in, like pick,
3: would you like to pick, a,
0: to pick a team? Nope. Yeah, I like that too. I like the pencil. Well, we'll talk with Jeff too and see what his take is on that. Uh, Pittsburgh Notre Dame. You like? Yeah, you like the over. It's it's low for that game. Now here, when I think Pitt, when I think Pitt Notre Dame, and I know you'll remember this. We had a coach named Foge Fazio. He was our head coach. Oh, yeah. Do you remember what he did in the Notre Dame game one time? It's his fan. This is what got lost him his job. Don't you remember? He punted on third down. Oh, Do you right. remember that? The Pitt Panthers were backed up towards their own end zone. It's third and long. So instead of maybe run, he punted on third down. He's like, it was a strategy. I didn't want to run another play that close. So he punted on third down. Yeah, right. Foge right. Fazio. If you can pull up a picture that's of Foge, fine. F-O-G-E Fazio. The guy looked like a football coach, but he he punted on third down. And by the way, the local media ripped on the talk shows. He never recovered. I don't even I don't know what happened after he left Pitt. He probably coached somewhere, but that was the beginning of the end. So every time I see Pitt Notre Dame, I think of that play. But I like the play. I like that you're giving a pick on the over. That sounds good.
3: Yeah, it it it, it just has to be. It's going to be because Pitt's going to score. I mean, okay. this kid just got this job, so he's they're going to score. There's no doubt about that. In Notre Dame, they look a little beatable, Not maybe not for Pitt, but I don't expect them to get beat by three touchdowns. And if they don't, I'm sure it's going to be the over. I like that I don't pick. think it's going to be a, a low-scoring game. Did
0: you have any other pick looking at NFL action
3: on Sunday? Oh, I do, but I got a great – I got a super lock on Sunday. A super, I got a super lock, on, lock Sunday. on Sunday. I want to hear it. I want, to to I want to get back to this game tonight, this, this oh, the yeah. game tonight. I'm going to take over 43. I'm going to, it's 43 and a half right here right now. I'm going to lower the line to 43. I, I hate hooks. I can't, you know, hooks are too difficult. I'm going to take over 43. But if you want to make some money, if you bet 100 right now and over 43, I bet you, you, you win, I think, $83. So if you bet 100, you'll win $83. But if you take the over 43 and you throw on Buffalo just on the money line, just to win, 100 gets you, I think, 223. So okay. you really maximize, you get like $40, $40 there yeah. to maximize. If you think Buffalo's going to win and you think it's going to go over, then you can maximize your money on that bet right there. That's what I would do tonight. Um, the You know me, I, I watch overs because I love them. But the the, the reason I have, I'm have i half decent on Thursday night this year is I got killed last year, Frank. I don't know if you <laughs> remember that 12-9 game between the Colts and Denver. Yeah, yeah, I do. Was, I... Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I got Matty Ice Ryan, yeah. and I got um, – with the the, who's uh russell wilson these two guys going at it and neither of them get in the end zone the entire game (laughs) the entire game i just needed somebody to get in the end zone to start the scoring they couldn't get close the entire game and it killed me i said well i gotta start paying attention a little more on thursday nights because it's an isolated game like monday night so i did so tonight take take the over i don't think you're going to be disappointed there's going to be scoring. Left and right, and I think Buffalo is going to come out and take it to him But I think Baker Mayfield should be able to get in the end zone once or twice, and that'll throw it over the. I total. like it. I like the over. On Sunday, this is this is my pick of the week. Actually, I mean, I am seven and zero on Thursday night, but my pick of the week on Sunday is the over <laughs> in the San Francisco in Cincinnati game. Now, I know that uh, Brock Purdy's probably not going to play. They're going to put Darno in there. But I think it's the system is the system. Yeah. I think he can do exactly what Purdy did. They got, they got talent everywhere. And I hope hopefully Debo plays. I haven't followed up to see if he's going to, but I hope he does. And uh, Joe Burrow's going to light it up, too. They need to. They scored 17 points two weeks ago. They had a bye last week. They scored 17 points two weeks ago. But the week before that, he did well. So I'm expecting since uh, San Francisco got kind of beat up the past two weeks, they missed yeah. the field goal to win in Cleveland, and, the and boy, they got yeah. dominated. Didn't they get dominated on Monday night? Yeah. So they're they're home. That usually helps every team, and I think this game's going to fly over the total. By the way, it started at 45, I believe, yesterday. I don't know where you guys have it today, but I think it's 43 and a half. I what see. It, I see it at
0: 45 and a half on the sheet. Is that what we got? Is here? it okay? Yeah. I think
1: we've got 43. And you, 43. 43 not, and a half.
0: Okay. 43 and a so, half. Okay, so that it's
3: down. that's a two Everybody's point under.
0: Yeah, everyone's taking the I, under.
3: I think it's because of the Brock Purdy situation, but I don't care. But you could, I, you know, we'll see what happens. Sam
0: Darnold, which, by the way, I that, when we took Mitch 44. when we were going after Mitch Trubisky, I was looking for Sam Darnold. I like Sam Darnold. It's officially. forty-four. It's forty-four officially here at the South Point. You got to come down to the South Point Sportsbook, ladies and gentlemen. We got the best line. So yeah, forty-four points. You like the over on that game?
3: Love it, Niners. I over. love it. Thank you. By the way, the weather's going to be seventy degrees and sunny just so you know.
0: So you always got to take
3: that. in. Exactly. You can't bet the over and like have it raining. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, David, last thing, uh, tell us about what some of the stuff that you're doing. I know you're, he's a great stand-up. We do shows all the time. Um, but you also you 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 you've been hired by a lot of big companies to do uh, your thing.
3: Yeah, well, what I do, Frank, is, you know, comedians always work at the highest level of public speaking. And uh, it's difficult, and you know we communicate with our audiences like nobody else does. Why interactive communication? I mean, a lot of people that speak in business just stand behind the podium and run through their slide deck, and that doesn't cut it anymore. So I wrote a couple books on the powerful techniques that we use. I think you're in this book, Secrets from the Green Room, and also yeah. How to Crush It on Zoom. And people hire me to make them more effective speakers. Usually, you know, when you speak to a group, the week after, only ten percent, you know, remember what you said. But if you get that audience to see, hear, and experience it by using interactive, by uh, working with the audience and using props and that kind of stuff, they'll remember about 60 to 70% of it. So that's what I do. I make people more effective speakers in business.
0: I love it. And we can find you at David Michael Live. Where's the best way to to check you out?
3: Uh, DavidMichaelLive.com. Yeah, you can check me out there. I'm on LinkedIn under David Michael, speaking coach, expert speaking coach. I love it.
4: All right. Buddy. Thank you, Frank. All right, man. Hey,
0: listen, you gave hey. us some picks. So tonight, you like what were the reviewing the picks? Because I'm going to do a parlay. What do you
3: have? Okay. The picks are take the over in tonight's game. Over I'm putting person. it at 43. Get rid of the hook. Where if you have a hook, get rid of the hook. Over 40. I would go over 45, and I may do that. I may put a bet on over 45. And over in the San Francisco game on Sunday. Those are my picks. I like. And it. you also, if you, if you think Buffalo's going to win and you like my pick of the over, I put Buffalo on the money line combined with the over. And that'll give you a little more bang for your pocket. I box.
0: like it. And if, if you are want a college football pick, he likes the pit over. I like that too. Pit Notre Dame. I love the pit over. His football, alma mater. Yeah. There it is. All right, David, Michael, David, I'll talk to you soon, brother. Thanks for being on the show. And we'll be right back. You want more numbers? We got Jeff Parles coming in here. He's the number king. We'll be right back after this. Thanks, Dave.
1: Thank you, David.
4: South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first-class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400-seat showroom is one of Las Vegas's top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, fans, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grandview Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas. Enjoy the music, and if you love to laugh, don't miss the Dirty at 1230, our very own free comedy show. Every Friday night at 1230 a.m. in the Grandview Lounge, the Dirty is 100% free, so arrive early. Go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grandview Lounge. When you're ready for your favorite cocktail, stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges. There's a bar around every corner, cause you're in Vegas, baby. South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. Our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, handed cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. And if you've still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted Best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 lanes, a pro shop, snack bar and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza.
0: All right, I'm here live at the South Point at 1.50 a.m. It's National Howl at the Moon Day. There's the moon. I'm naked because that makes it more real. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Yes, I feel back to nature. On with the show. <laughs> I really, I was just, I was, I just didn't have a shirt on. I, I had pants. I was wearing pants. I want to let security at the South Point. know it was nothing, nothing hinky. I just had my shirt <laughs> off for a second. And it was like 70 degrees last night at 2 a.m. It was nice. I howled at the mo- <laughs> That was the tease. We told you we'd show it. I I told everyone on Twitter. And by the way, can we punch up David Michael's look right now? This is David Michael. He's frozen, but this is what he looks like right now. (laughs) That's him watching me without a shirt, Howl at the Moon. Thank you. We got to bank all those because we had Spencer the other day who had the best deadpan and then Melissa Peterman as well. All right. uh, By the way, thank you for watching the show. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. We're drive for 500. We want to get us there. Let's get us there by, uh, let's do it uh, like a week or so. We need like 30 more. So get us drive to 500. And then also uh, we have a great punchline or a hashtag for this show. It's punch Frank Nicotero. Who thought of that? I don't know. You did, Ryan. What do you mean? You did In credit. You <laughs> did credit. Guy, ladies and gentlemen, from Sports by the Book, it's Jeff Parles. Jeff is here to talk some gambling and some numbers and all that. He came up with punch Frank Nicotero. That's the hashtag for this show.
2: Yeah, I look, uh, Ryan, I, I don't know if he was uh, f- full of garbage, when he was uh, trying to come up with the hashtag. Well, you guys were just
1: trying to go with the basic hashtag punchlines with Frank Nicotero, so I just... Hashtag punch Frank, punch it's, Frank way it's
2: way more. I, I think it's better. I, it's way better. You were the first one. I think you were the second one. Well, it was one of those. Is like I read it. I'm like, wait a second. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Wait right. a second. This is brilliant. This is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it was just like the half second change.
0: He might have been inspired by being at the uh, the slap fight last night. He was at the US. You were there. He was yep. there. He filed yep. a little piece. You can see at the beginning of the show. Yeah, he was there. And that they take bets on that. It was insane.
2: The Mad Hawaiian. What was the Hawaiian
0: guy? Yeah, the crazy Mad Hawaiian. Hawaiian.
2: Right? You know of this guy? I, I was. So I was. I was downtown last night because a, fr- uh, a few friends of mine were in, and yeah. it happened to be on in the sports book <laughs> I was watching, uh, and yeah, I saw the Mad Hawaiian knock out whatever the other guy was who didn't Toko. know where he was yeah. after he got slapped in the face with the right hand. Yep. Unbelievable.
0: Very entertaining. All right. So anyway. Uh, Jeff, I, you know what? I want to talk Thursday night football, obviously. Sure. I had my buddy David Michael on. He has not lost a bet on Thursday nights this year. He's undefeated. He sounds like a town service. I can bury your man. Anyway, he likes, uh, he likes Buffalo, but money line and over. He likes points. He thinks Buffalo comes out strong. What is your take on this game tonight? Thursday
2: night football, pretty decent matchup on paper. I think the bills are broken. You th- they didn't look good. I, I last think week. they're broken. And we're talking, okay. to, we're, we're talking back. To, let's go back to London. Let's go back to London, where they lost to Jacksonville, which was—I like Jacksonville in that game. I thought it was a horrible spot for Buffalo. Jags are playing back-to-back weeks there. Yeah, right. They've been there. Bills came in too late. (laughs) Uh, A sleepy spot. They lost. Yeah. But the biggest thing, more than losing that game, is they lost Matt Milano, who is who again. I'm not. I'm not a huge Matt Milano fan. I think. I think sometimes he go. He borders on being a dirty player. Yeah. But he's a really good player. Yeah. And he's the heartbeat of that defense. He is the heartbeat. And yeah, they held the Giants to nine points, but it's the Giants. Yeah. And the Giants, the Giants should have won that game. They, they left yeah, they should They left a minimum of six points on the board. And then Waller yeah, was definitely yeah, held, right? Yeah. You know what? It is what it is. Yeah. If you, if you score zero points from the one-yard line True. twice, you deserve the lead. Exactly. Lose. I've always been that and way. And then last week, yeah, they had the nice comeback in the fourth quarter. It looked like they are going to escape. You, you let Mac Jones go 75 <laughs> yards on you in a minute 40 with two timeouts? Yeah. Uh, it's one of those where I've always look. I maybe it's a jet fan in me. Yeah, <laughs> I've always thought that other than the game against Kansas City, where Allen was punch for punch with Mahomes, yeah, and was probably better than Mahomes in that game, mm-hmm. I've never bought that this Buffalo team deserves to be as hyped up every and year. as highly power rated as they are yeah? every Because year. last year we saw what happened in the playoffs. Cincinnati had no offensive linemen. They went in there and smoked them totally. in the second round. They should have lost to Skylar Thompson in the in the, in the wild card oh, round too, uh, and now this where they are battered on defense. And I didn't love their defense to begin with. I thought it was one that just bullied bad offenses. Now you don't have Milano. You don't have Trey White. Yeah. Uh, you may not have Ed Oliver again tonight. I know the Bucks are banged up. Yeah. I know Baker's banged up. Um. But this feels like one of those where this can send the Bills' season careening completely out of control. This could knock them down to 4-4, and Now, there's a 10 in the market. I do like the 10. If you can get 10 on Tampa, I think that is way too much. That's a lot of points. We may get 10 elsewhere by kick. I don't think it's impossible. I think people are going to say, oh, it's a smash spot for Buffalo. They just lost to New England. They look horrible against the Giants. They're not going to look horrible for four straight (laughs) games, right? Uh, But look, I think they may be completely busted at this point so this is a I, this is a pivotal game for buffalo tonight really for for both teams yeah. like for for tampa atlanta's playing will levis this weekend so and they just beat tampa this weekend so yeah. atlanta's got a chance to go a game and a half clear the bucks Jeez. uh both teams kind of got to have it for early in the season i i like tampa plus the points i wouldn't be shocked that tampa wins the game out
0: okay you know what now this may, is am i going to be owen three versus ryan now on our bets Courtney said she'll make the pumpkin for you. <laughs> so
2: what's okay. what's 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 the wager on this, guys? <laughs> well, I, I'm taking I, the, the bucks. This
0: this was my mistake. Uh, the wager is the person has to carve or make some sort of creative pumpkin that we have to bring in on Monday. Ooh, yeah,
2: ooh, an arts and crafts project. It's an arts and crafts <laughs> project.
0: I'm not wearing another team sweater. We don't have jerseys for Buffalo nor Tampa Bay. I would assume. Do you? You don't. We, well, what
2: you call that? Hold on a second, oh. Alex, I, Alex White. My co-host oh, on Sportsbook. Yes, the she does have the, owns uh, a Tyler bastard. <laughs> not the, the problem kicker. is, I don't, wouldn't want you to have to. Well, it would be Ryan. Ryan right, right. Oh yeah, the, I guess I would wear. Ryan that. would be the one having to wear the Bucks, the, the Bills jersey if the Bucks don't yeah. cover. The even though I would argue actually, it's a woman's, even yeah. though I would argue it actually be a better punishment for you trying to fit into a small yeah. jersey on set if the Bucks do cover. Well, tonight. I mean, they've
0: already seen me shirtless. They might as well see me in a tight fitting <laughs> shirt. <laughs> Although I kept the camera right here, I no one wants to see down here. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, we have a bet. I took Buffalo. I let this is my mistake. Maybe I let you pick first, but I did like Buffalo because I'm stupid and I always like favorites. So uh, you can't let him
2: pick first. I
0: know. I did. Why did That's I? That's too that? nice of you. I know. It really is. I, if I go zero and three against Ryan, I'm going to be really pissed. But <laughs> this, I feel. I already feel. And then uh, hearing what Jeff said, I feel like
2: I, I'm doomed. I'm doomed. All I, right. I, I would. I wouldn't say you're doomed. Okay, it's, no, the, it's, it's the National Football League. I'm still, I'm even on the year. I'm still wrong 46% yeah. of the time. By the way,
0: looking up at the monitor here in the studio, is the Buffalo game being replayed that they lose to New England? Oh, so, very nice. Yeah, this could be <laughs> foreshadowing. And Bill Cower was on, uh, he was on McAfee this morning. He was great. Coach Carr, Carr Power. Uh, all right, so I might be doomed, but let's move on. I want to talk baseball because I know you're a big sure. baseball guy too. Uh, Nathan Avaldi, Texas Rangers, minus 165 tomorrow. Tomorrow night, game one of the World Series. Don't forget, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which is games three, four, and five, Denny Nagel will be flying in. We'll be live in studio to talk World Series, what it was like when he won a ring with the Yankees. And he's bringing friends with him. We have Hall of Famer Tom Glavin calling in. It's going to be great. But, um, you know, I I usually, as a pirate and a a baseball purist, I always used to root for the National League. I do in the All-Star Game still, of course. but But I want Texas to win. I'm going with the Rangers. I think it's the team of destiny. They got Creed singing for them. But Arizona... They've already upset every team, and they're sneaky.
2: They're sneaky good. Arizona's the worst team to ever make the <laughs> World Series. Like they, they are. I, I mean, just based well, off the eighty-eight Dodgers were pretty bad. No, too. but the eighty-eight Dodgers <laughs> still won ninety-five games. Yeah, though. But they I had mean, no offense. We're, at that we're, point. we're talking about an. Yeah, I know. Obviously, yeah. Gibson. Yeah, Gibson couldn't walk. Yeah. Uh, but look, uh, it's it's something about the just getting g- getting hot at the right time. Yeah, think, Look right. there there are there are plenty of candidates for for that. For that denomination, I mean, the Cardinals in 06, won 83 games yeah, and won that. the World Series. Granted, that team before the season actually was the betting favorites to win the National <laughs> League, and <just laughs> had a, every year it's just had a really mediocre regular season. And then Jeff Supon turned into Cy Jeff Young, but that's Supon. a different. He played that's, for the Pirates. That's, a, that's a different. Uh, yeah, that different Jeff story Supon. for a different nice time. Nice um, but you know. This Arizona team still has good front line pitching, even though Gallon has really not pitched well this he postseason. He hasn't. I mean, he is, really hasn't. Which is honestly, if you look at Gallen's splits against bad teams and good teams, and then also home road, it doesn't shouldn't shock you a lot that yeah. he struggled in the postseason when the competition has gotten better, and he's also had to pitch on the road a bunch. Uh, but I, I do like Texas in this series, and and there is a managers don't matter don't matter too much these days, but Bruce Bochy matters. Bruce yeah. Bochy. He's one. Th- it's weird to say it about a guy who's been in the World Series with three teams and has won three. It's amazing, isn't it? He's yeah. underrated. Yeah, still. I, 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 all time, like all time speaking, he's underrated. You never hear his name mentioned as the best. I know he, he he's a he's a first ballot yeah. Hall of Fame manager. Yeah. and if he wins this one, it's it, it's, it's a lock that he yeah. gets in. Uh, the only thing that concerns me on Texas's side is the back end of the bullpen. Other than Leclerc, I, I don't really trust anyone trust back Chapman. there. you definitely can't Chap- trust Chapman. Chapman is is a heart attack <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. every single time. Zorbs is good too. That kid's been amazing. But but you know it's there is always a concern when you go through a big playoff run and you have to overuse your relievers, and, yeah. and that is we saw that in 2016. We saw that in Game Seven. I mean. What's, um, that was the Cubs when the Cubs finally oh, yeah. won against the Where, Indians, where right, Dave yeah. Ross is hitting homers <laughs> off of Andrew Miller, who was completely unhittable. <laughs> oh, he was gas. And, yeah. and Rajay Davis was hitting the one of the more dramatic homers in the history of the World Series Not against her, all this Chapman, another was, former Pirate. Rajay Davis, who, who, Raja who, who, who was gas. So yeah. there was always a concern with that. And the back, to bullpen is very good. Mm-hmm. That, and I'm kind of stunned with what Paul Seawald was earlier in his career, but Paul Seawald's turned into a really nice closer. What an acquisition by them. So So I, I, yeah, but I do like, I do like Texas. I think they win the series, but look, I, I, other than the Dodger series, I've been completely wrong on Arizona (laughs) so far.
0: And by the way, there's a great stat we were talking about this the other day. Every team that's
2: beaten the Brewers. Did you see that? Yes. They've either made or won the world series. Pretty amazing. Which means uh, whoever gets the Brewers next year in the playoffs, yeah. if they make it, just bet them right away. Like so bet them right away.
0: <laughs> and will the, and by the way, it could be, maybe maybe it's the Mets with Craig Council. I don't know, Craig. Your we'll Mets see. are looking at we'll Craig see. Council. We'll I see, see what happens.
2: <laughs> see what happens. I, I have no idea who to. I, I would imagine a Council gets a job, but if it's not him, I have no idea.
0: Yeah, I don't know either. All right, let's move on to the NFL, please. And our teams are in action. I, I know you're a Jets guy. It's the battle of. Uh, it's not New York. It's New Jersey. They're it's the Snoopy battle. Bowl. That, why do they call it the Snoopy Bowl? MetLife. Oh, the <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, who's the home team? The Jets. Giants. Are home. Giants at home. Oh, the team. Giants are the home team. Oh. Um, and you're a Jets fan. I am. And this is a good. This is a good game. What's the line? What do we got the Jets at here? Two and a
2: half behind us. The rest of the market is three. Uh, but juice on the underdog, of course. Behind us, only I only, only minus one ten. Uh, here at the South Point. So, okay. Uh, Chris is okay with that. That's just the way that business is, is done here. And that's why you want to the South Point. If you you know what, Jets minus two and a half. That's Pretty good to me. Yeah. So the Jets are coming in, winning their last two. They beat Denver, and then they had that ridiculous win against Philadelphia at the end where Hurts threw the pick and set up the touchdown the other way. The Giants have actually looked like a football team the last two. weeks. Yeah, they, with they should With Tyrod Taylor. They should have.
1: What was that? With Tyrod instead with, of Daniel yes, Jones. Tyrod, I, That's interesting. The yeah.
2: expectation, I I don't expect Jones to play. There's no reason for him with the way that Tyrod has played the last few I weeks. I think they like him. There's no reason to force Jones back in until his neck is 100%. With that said, I have no idea how the Giants block the Jets' front. If the Eagles were struggling with the Jets' front, what are the Giants going to do with it? Uh, We don't know if the two Jets' starting corners are going to play yet. Both Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed are still in concussion protocol. Uh, but I do like the Jets on this total, which is just—I mean, this total is not even the lowest one of the week, and it's 36, 36 and, a
0: half. and a half That's not the lowest
2: because Atlanta and, and Tennessee, because Will no. Levis and Malik Willis are playing quarterback <laughs> for the Titans. And thank World.
0: God the Steelers didn't draft Malik Willis. I yeah. didn't want—he's he, he's not he's, good. He's not looked good, good at all.
2: They said, "Oh, he's the,"
0: but they always said he was the project. He was the guy that's going to need some—you know—he's raw. Yeah. But boy, he got
2: thrown into the fire, and he does not look. No, good. he does not look like an NFL quarterback. I like the Jets. I, if the Jets are. If the Jets are going to be in this playoff hunt in the AFC, this is a game you win. It's technically a road game, but it's in your building. Yeah, you're in your own locker yeah. room. Fans would probably be about 70-30 to the Giants. I was going to ask you. Yeah, 70-30. Usually the home team is is 70%. Because your season ticket holders. Because of the season ticket yeah. holders. I will tell you, Frank. So there have been four matchups, or excuse me, yeah, four matchups with this team in the last, between these teams in the last four rotations, obviously. Okay. I was there. In 2000 and, uh, 2007 and 2011, okay. the Giants won both of those games. I have not been in attendance for the last two, and the Jets have won both of those games. <laughs> so they're so I have, stay have with... to stay away from stay this away. matchup. Uh, but uh, the Jets are the better football team. I think, yes. they, I think they find a way, even though the Jets are trying to snap a seven-year stretch of not winning off the bye.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's a good stat. good stat. And that line just seemed low to me, for sure. Two and a half of the not,
2: Jets. I'm not. The Jets are... The Jets are lower in the power rating. Just because, take the money because, line, maybe. Because yeah, minus probably what minus one fifty, <laughs> minus one forty five ish on the Jets would be my guess in that in that pocket. Not bad. Yeah. Maybe throw them in the money line parlay with another favorite. Exactly. Go, you want to go to
0: your Steelers? I do want to talk about yeah. the Steelers. And listen, the last time we played Jacksonville, probably the worst loss, uh, worst playoff loss in Steeler history. <laughs> uh, we lost to Blake Bortles. I think the final score was forty five forty two. Sure was. outrageous like that, but it, it wasn't that close. We've talked about it wasn't that close. And uh, we got beat by Blake Bortles. So Trevor Lawrence, who's coming in to play the Steelers. I don't know if you saw this. And we have a picture of him, right, Ryan? Trevor Lawrence talked about how excited he is to play. He goes, oh, the aura of of the stadium, which only three rivers really had the aura. But Trevor Lawrence called the terrible towel, which in Pittsburgh, as you know, it's sacred. You can't do anything bad to the towel. Houston Oilers once stomped on it. Guess what? We came back and we crushed you. T.J. Hushmanzada. Did something unspeakable with it on uh, after a game, and Bill Cowher filed it away. He talked about it on Pat McAfee today. He goes, yeah, how'd that work out for him? You don't mess with the terrible towel. And Trevor Lawrence called it the, the, the little yellow towel. He didn't even refer to it as the terrible towel. So, right? Ter- right? We have a – yeah. Anyway, Trevor Lawrence – um, I mean, it is
2: technically a factually correct statement, It is right? a
0: little yellow towel. Byron
2: yeah. <laughs> Cope, our longtime announcer,
0: uh, he came up with it and was almost mustard color in the 70s. Yeah. But it's gone on to raise millions and millions for charity. And every team in every sport now has the Homer hanky yep. or whatever. It started in Pittsburgh, baby. So they called it the yellow, little yellow towel. That feels like bulletin board material to me. Feels like they put that up in the locker room. Steelers see that. And the Steelers are home dogs. I mean, right now, if we have the lineup, Sean, throw it up there. Two and a half. Two yeah. and a half. All right. I know it was one and a half. It's now two and a half. So there it is. Total 41. And um, yeah, you get Steelers minus 125, two and a half at home. Home dogs. Steelers don't lose home dog games, but
2: Jacksonville's a good team. Steelers are not good. They're, they're not four good. They're four and but two. They're they, not they, good. They, they, fi- they find a way. They friend. find a way. They way to find win. a way. They have a minus 24 point differential. That's, that's never and good. They're four and two because, again, the two losses they've taken, they've gotten walloped in. It was not competitive against San Francisco, And it's really not competitive against Houston. Texan
0: game was so But
2: sad. you know, look, when you have a defense of that stature, you find you can find ways to steal games you have no business winning. And they've done it. Look, they they were the better team in a Raider game. There's no arguing that. Yeah. The other three games. Oh, the the, the 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 Cleveland game. Cleveland thank you, Deshaun. Game. Yep. The uh, the Raven game. I still don't know what the heck happened to the Ravens. They dropped seven
0: balls, and we uh, we kind of own. I don't want to say we're Trevor daddy, Lawrence photo. What's that again? Yeah, there's Joey Lawrence right there. That's him. As you, if you can imagine the hand twirling. He talked about the little yellow towel. Uh, are we showing him dancing? We're going to save that. We're going to save that for Monday. Um, yeah, he's I, I, the Steelers. By the way, they're ten and three in their last thirteen
2: games. It's hard I, to believe. Well, I, look, Tomlin. I, Frank, I, I, this is an old joke at, at my old job here, uh, but did you know that Mike Tomlin's always been, uh, never gone under 500? Like, that, that's, they, they always get the 500 uh, That's unbelievable, yeah. It's just, it just what it is. And look, there's a, you can quip with Tomlin's in-game decisions, you can quip with a bunch of stuff, but yeah. the man knows how to coach football. There's no arguing that. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to Canton one day because yes, of yep. it. He will. So, hey, look, I like Jacksonville in this game. Okay. I, I think this is a, a, a spot for Pittsburgh, where reality kind of slaps them in the face, where <laughs> the Jags are a really good football team. It's just a matter of playing a full 60 for them. And yeah. they're on extra rest because they played Thursday. Uh, but I, I do like the Jags. I, I will say, though, if the Steelers win this game, the Steelers are, have a really nice path here. Two more home games coming they, they get up right after. the Titans after. and the Packers who are both terrible. I know, I know. A, 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 a Could reali- we be 7-2? That would be insane. A realistic path to 7-2. and two It's with, there. With uh, it being a very mediocre team, which <laughs> is kind of, again, kind of the Tomlin way at this point. I play. agree.
0: It's, it's again, we talked about this yesterday on Monday when I guessed it on Sports by the Book. When they were 11-0 against the the, the then Redskins. They I, were that not, was the
2: football team. The then.
0: football, they were the football, yeah, team, the football right. team. They were not a good 11 0 team. And then, of course, they, they, they were not good. But they're winning games. Chris Andrews, sports director here at South Point, will tell you big plays. Big players make big plays. TJ Watt keeps doing it. Ryan, do you have anything to close the show with? Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Oh, he's taking the buccaneer. So, usually I would be like, fire a yeah, cannons. Go Bucks, because that's the Pirates. Go Bucks. And I am going to say go Bucks tomorrow, because tomorrow, sitting right where Jeff is, I'm super excited about this. Former pirate announcer, former Red Sox announcer, now current Los Angeles Dodger announcer, Tim Neverett will be here. He's going to the U2 show, so he said, hell, I'll come down in the studio. So he's going to be here live. I'm obsessed with baseball play by play. So yeah, go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go pirate Bucks. Not tonight. I got Buffalo. Listen, we'd like to thank you guys again for watching the show. Thank you for sharing. Follow us at Twitter. And we do have the hashtag.
2: Hashtag punch, hashtag Frank, Nicotero. punch Frank
0: Nicotero.
1: We had some live comments. Hashtag Parls Nation.
0: Parls Nation. Oh, boy. I like that. He's the number guy. Is this an inside thing from a buddy?
2: It probably I is. I see the smile. I it noticed... almost almost certainly is.
0: <laughs> uh, make sure you follow Jeff. Make sure you follow Vinny. Make sure you follow all of us. Click subscribe. Share the show with everybody. Uh, remember, it's National Pumpkin Day. It's National Howl at the Moon Day. But it's Thursday Night Football. And we're going to come back tomorrow and see who's going to be carving or painting a pumpkin. Also so we appreciate you guys watching. Up. Uh, here we are, Punchlines, right here, South Point, live in Nevada, every show.